Yo Rock, draw me a sick ass beat. sick i should have been a fucking producer should have been a producer i can make beats you've seen it right here nashville episode 55 welcome back it's wednesday why am i putting out a wednesday show because i want to put a wednesday show because we hit we hit it's not a lot but it's something we hit i want to say about 20 percent 20 percent of you people subscribed to either Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Patreon. We got most people on Patreon. Pa- Patreon is way easier. So it's 20% of you guys that actually subscribe to it. So I appreciate that. That's not bad. That's It's not good, but it's not bad. I don't expect like a hundred. I'm never going to get 100% of viewers to do that. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm going to be lucky if I get 50 per, like 50% of you. If I get 50% of you guys, I'm fucking winning. I'm fucking winning. For sure I'm winning. But like 20%, I'll take that. I'll take that right now. It's only been three weeks, so I'll take that. So let, why not do a Wednesday show? You know what's crazy? And um, you know me. I just talk about shit that I see. I seen... I went to my nephew's baseball game. It was an all-star game. But I've been going to his games all season. He's five years old. He's five. His brother's four. Or it's six and five. Six and five, I think it is. Went to the all-star game. There was nowhere to sit. Standing room only. Standing room only. And these are big fucking stands. The benches are big. Big stands on both sides. Nowhere to sit. Amazing. All these parents are there. Grandparents, cousins, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters, friends. Everybody is at these games. It's amazing. It's amazing when you go to a little kid's game, football, baseball, whatever it is, you see a big support group. The stands are always packed when they're young. But if you notice what I've noticed, and you parents know what I'm talking about, you guys know what I'm talking talking about. The older you get, the older you get, the least crowded is. The least attendance that is there. Less and less people are at the games the older you get. The higher the division, the least people are going to be there. The older you are, 
It's like almost saying the older you are, the less they fucking give a fuck about you. The older you get, they don't care about you. You're going to argue with me and say that's not the case and go ahead and say it. But I'm going to go off of what I fucking see. At what age? Hear me out here. At what age do we stop supporting our kids and recreational sports? At what age? At what age? At, at what age do you tell yourself, you know what? I'm tired. Had a busy day at work. I'm not gonna make it to my Mijos game today. I'm not gonna make it to his game. At what age do you do that at? Cause it's fucking mind blowing. Mind fucking blowing that happens. And this is a real thing. This is a real issue. I want to know when people start giving a fuck about their kids. Not that I don't give a fuck. I, don't, I mean, maybe that's a little bit harsh. And we wonder why. We wonder why when they hit, when, when they hit to, to be a teenager, when they're teenagers, we wonder why they stray off. They start getting to some bad shit. Some getting to gangs, some getting to drugs, so on and so on. Is that the reason why? Maybe not. I can't say maybe. I can't say yeah to that. Only because um, my personal life, like my dad was always my coach. My mom was always a team mom. They were always there no matter what age we were. As a matter of fact, my parents would go to every fucking softball game. Grown-ass men, me and my brother are grown-ass men playing softball at Big League Dreams, drinking beer. My parents would still go to my games. Still went to my games. But I'm saying for other people. I'm not saying for myself. I'm telling you, man. The older the kids get, the fucking least fucking packed the crowd is in the stands. It's mind-blowing. I don't know, I don't know what age that, that starts. Is it because when they're young, when they're young and they suck, it doesn't matter because they're little kids. Like, little kids can't suck. Oh, it's funny. Like, oh, he's running the wrong way in the bases. He's running the wrong way. That's funny. Ha, ha, ha. Let's put on Instagram. Let's put on social media. That's funny. It's not funny when your kids are teenagers and they fucking suck at sports. Is that why? Are you embarrassed to go see your kids? There has to be a reason behind this. I just, I don't know what it is. And I'm, I'm not saying I have, I don't have the answer. I didn't live through that shit. I don't have the answer to that shit. But I'm just saying, and it's a fact. This is a fucking fact. This is a Nashville fact. The younger the kids are, the bigger the crowd is. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know. I just, it's something I fucking noticed at the games. And I go to a lot of my nephew's game, a lot of my little cousin's games, and it's 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 just crazy. I have some friends who are ballers. I'm talking about good in sports. I grew up with these guys. I have a lot of my friends that are really good in sports, and their family members, mom and dad, would never go to any of their games. Like, I have friends that I've been friends with for over 30 years, and I never met their parents. Never met their parents. Every one of my friends met my parents. But some of my friends, I never met their parents because I never went to a baseball game, school functions, or anything. 
And you know what's crazy? It didn't sound weird to you guys. It didn't sound weird. I hope I don't sound racist, but like I said, I could go only I could only go off of what I see. It's always a first generation. Like if you're first generation uh, Mexican here, if your if your parents are from Mexico, and this is what I seen. It seemed like those parents don't go to the sporting games. They don't go to baseball games, football games, sporting events. You don't really meet them. You know, they kind of do their thing. The dad's always a good worker. The mom's at home sewing or some shit. Hate to sound racist. I know it's coming out way wrong, but this is shit that I seen. But the more Mexican you are, the least I'm going to see your, the parents. If that makes sense to you. My, um, I'm saying my friends are real Mexicans, first generation. I never met their parents. I never seen their parents at the baseball game, football games, or school functions. Never seen it. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm sixth generation, so I can't answer that. Maybe one of you guys could answer that for me. I'm pretty sure there's a – I'm not going to say there's a good reason behind it. can't be a good reason, but I'm pretty sure there is a reason behind it. I hope – I'm not offending anybody by the shit I'm saying, but I'm saying it anyways. It is what it is. You know, it's crazy. I went to my boy Novel's house, Um, let's say last week. Last, I want to say last Friday. Last Friday or Saturday, I went to his house. There was a girl there, and she's. I know she's listening right now. I'm not, I'm not going to say her name. She was there. I met her. I don't know her, but I met her. And she was saying... That I'm a mean person. She didn't say mean. She called me like an asshole. She said it in a joking way. But she meant it. She definitely meant it. So you know how you are, Rocky. Like, you're a dick. You're, you're an asshole. That's who you are. Like, like, I'm supposed to agree with you. Oh, yeah, I am a dick. I am an asshole. Like, how is that? First of all, that's fucking rude of you to say. If anybody's a dick... And if anybody's an asshole, it's fucking you for saying some stupid shit like that. I know I come across sometimes as <laughs> a dick and an asshole. I guess. Do I? Do I? I don't know. I feel like I say shit out loud that people are thinking, that people want to say and they don't say because they're scared of the reaction. I'm not scared of the reaction. I'm not scared of the replies. It is what it is. I think I speak common sense shit. I think the shit that I think is common sense. That's not so common anymore. And then, I guess this girl's like a, she's not a makeup artist. She's, you know, that she's a new, I guess you want to call it a pandemic career or quarantine career. You know, all of these girls, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. All the girls, found they found a hustle. Some people massage your stomach, whatever that is. Some people came, um, some girls are makeup artists. Some girls do nails. Some girls do eyelashes, fucking eyebrows, and so on and so on. And it's cool. You, you found your hustle. I call it a courting career, which is great. This girl does, I guess she takes bags out of your eyes. And I always, I always had bags under my eyes since I was a kid. It's just something. It is what it is. I, I, get, I get enough sleep, so it's not the sleep. It just, that's how my eyes are. They're just fucking like baggy eyes. It just, it's part of me. It's me. It is what it is. It's like a fucking birthmark on both of my eyes, I guess. 
I'm okay with it. I'm not tripping over it. I'm not insecure about it. That's for fucking shit, sure. I'm not insecure about it. This girl tells me, oh my God, let me do something about your, eye, uh, about your bags on your eyes. I could fix that for you. How fucking rude is that? How rude is that? And I told her, fuck. It's fucking rude as fuck. What's wrong with you? And she apologized. But she already said it. If I was really insecure about my bags under my eyes, it would have hurt my feelings. But I don't give a fuck about my bags under my eyes. It is what it is. She didn't hurt my feelings besides the point. What if I would have walked in the house, looked at her, and point out her insecurities? That would have been rude as fuck. I'm not that, I'm not that kind of person. Why am I just go blunt some stupid shit out like that and be rude? So before you call somebody a dick and an asshole and calling somebody mean, look in the fucking mirror and watch what you say. I feel like I haven't one of these episodes in a long time. I went back and I, and I played some of my old episodes. It's funny because my old episodes, when I first started doing this on Nashville, I talk a lot slower. I talk like this. This is the way I was talking on the first 10, 15 episodes. <laughs> I was like, why am I talking like that? I know I was talking like that, but I don't know why I was talking like that. It was kind of weird. As a matter of fact, I think Buzz, French Fry, and Fairytale, she pointed every Everybody pointed it out. I think I just got more comfortable. The more comfortable I get, the fucking normal I talk. So now I'm just talking normal right now. But I, I miss, I feel like the last three, four episodes I have guests on. You know, I had Novel the last two. I had Rabbit. I had different people on the podcast where I haven't had a really good Rocky Nash, Nashville rant, vent. You know what I'm saying? Like, these conversations I'm having you with right now is what made Nashville. Not that it's made, but we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good, but we are far from where I want to say we want to be or I want to be. We want whatever. We're, we're all going together. But it's these conversations that will start the podcast is what Nashville is supposed to be about. I decided today not to do any commercial break. I want to show people on Monday how people on Patreon get treated. They get, they get treated commercial free. So today is a commercial free episode. And this is how it is. I'll do like a little music break here and there, but nothing crazy. It will be something like this. Music in the background and go like boom, boom, boom. But it will be no commercial break. Just a music break. And it would be something like that. No commercial. Straight back into the podcast, straight to the episode, straight to the topics. It's kind of neat. It's kind of fun. If you don't have it, go to Patreon. So most of you know, Sunday, we fucking partied, party hard. Me, G-Money, Amris, Novel. Not Novel, he wasn't there Sunday. Me, G-Money, Amris, we're partying at You're Not Down. It was fucking crazy. I haven't got that drunk in a really, really long time. And most people 
can't they can't say, damn Rocky was fucked up. Like most people say, oh, and, and like, most people will say Rocky, I never see you fucking drunk. I never seen like really really fucked up. And I don't because mostly I just drink beer. And when I drink a lot of beer, I just get a fool and I stop drinking. I don't really drink hard liquor. I don't take shots. I'll do like fireball shots one once in a while, but I don't do tequila, vodka. I just don't do that. Sometimes I have Red Bull and a vodka as far as it goes. But anyways, Sunday we got really fucked up. And this is the this is the sucky part. Monday we had an amazing guest. Monday we had an amazing guest on Street Scholar. We had Argordo Mamon. Argordo Mamon. He's an amazing stand-up comedian. Funny as fuck. It's funny on TikTok. Funny on Instagram. His most views he has on TikTok is 20 million views. But this guy averages over a million views on, on, on his stories on TikTok. And he's pretty big on Instagram as well. This guy's been um he's been asking us to be on Street Scholars, but we've been pretty booked and we finally had an open date. So he was scheduled to come on Street Scholars on Monday. And this guy lives in um Salinas. And that's up north. I wanna say it's by the it's Bay Area, Frisco. Like it's up north. Northern Cali, Salinas. It's a long drive. This guy planned on coming. Um he came Monday. He drove out here Sunday night, got a hotel. He did all this come on Street Scholar, which is amazing. And we are super blessed. And we're super thankful for him coming all the way over just to be on our podcast. It's amazing. Thank you so much. He thinks our podcast is amazing. And he just he he made it out of his way to come over here from San Francisco, Salinas, whatever, Northern California. It's all the same. It's not the same, but it's the same to me. He came over here. He came on a show Monday. Monday on Street Scholar was the most awkward. And those of you that watched it live on Twitch, I know. I know. It was uncomfortable, very awkward to watch. Me, G Money, and Amos were we were not in the mood to do an interview, which sucks because this guy came he came from so far. It sucks. Like, I was doing all the questions, but I was doing, like, small talk questions. Like, what motivated you to be a stand-up comedian? What are your goals? Like, stupid shit. Who motivated you to be, like, who's your role model or stands up? Like, stupid questions like that. Those ain't street scholar questions. That's, like, ABC fucking questions. Stupid questions. And he answered them. And this guy, he was... He was so cool. He did a dance for us. He wore his costume. He has a costume. His costume is funny as fuck. He's a big dude. And he wore these biker shorts in like a woman's top. It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious as fuck. And we were, we didn't have the energy to fuck around with him. He wanted to fuck around. Like he's seen our podcast. He's seen Cholo Fit. He's seen George Perez on there. And he goes, man, I need to be on that podcast. I need to be on Street Scholars. Because he's seen the way we are with our guests. And he thought he he like he fit right in, and he does. He fits right in, but just not for not for Monday he didn't, and that's our fault for being unprofessional. We could have we should have been more prepared. Our energy was not there. Usually Amaris, Amaris is very good at doing background checks, and she asks really good questions. Like Amaris goes deep with her questions, very personal question. What Amaris does on Street Scholars, it's amazing. G Money, off the top, smart ass, sarcastic. He's funny. He's very witty with his jokes. Like, I felt like G Money and him were going to hit it off and just go fucking berserk on jokes. G Money was not in the mood either. Amherst was in the mood. So it was pretty much just me 
asking A, B questions. And I felt bad because that guy felt like, okay, like, this isn't the people I seen on YouTube. These ain't the people I see on Instagram. Like, where's the energy at? And I felt bad. And it's, and it's kind of disrespectful to him. I told Amazon, G-Money, we need to get this guy back on. But I think we should fly him back over here. I want to fly him over here. Like, we'll pay for it. We'll pay for it. We'll fly you over here, bro. We'll get you your hotel. I feel like we owe him that. We owe him a better interview than, than what we did. It was terrible. It's still on Twitch. If you go to Street Scholars on Twitch, you can watch right now. If not, it'll be out next Tuesday. I'll edit it. So if you watch it, edit it next Tuesday on YouTube. Wacko, he might fix it up a little bit and make it more funnier than what it is. But if you want to watch it raw, straight raw, unedited, unfiltered, go to Twitch right now. Type in Street Scholars. It was, you'll see our logo. It'll pop up. I think there's like three videos of it. It's awkward. I, I, I won't even watch it. I can't even watch it back. I'm not going to watch it. it. It was so weird. It was weird. And a lot of my friends, my personal friends, they um they got me on group text. They text me after the show to go, fool, what the fuck was that? And I go, what, like, what do you mean? Yo, that was so weird to watch. And I go, I know. I go, I know, dude. It was it was uncomfortable. Just just watch, watch the episode. It's fucking it just, yeah, it was super, super weird. Um, our Gordo, my mom, we, we owe you, bro. We owe you. I'm fucking super, super sorry. I've been posting. Those of you that follow me on Instagram, I think most of you follow me on Instagram. And if you don't, that's kind of weird. But it's it's cool. It is what it is. Because maybe some of you don't have Instagram. But if you do, follow me, Rocky.Nash. Anyways. So, Instagram, I've been posting different things. It's, it's part of my new page. But... It's not that like, it's definitely not clout chasing or anything like that. But I'm posting like sayings. I'm just posting sayings, like memes. And people say like I'm 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 starting shit, but I'm not. I'm saying like the last one was generation so fucked up. Is when you compliment a chick, they'll call you thirsty. Say it one more time. This generation is so fucked up that when you compliment a chick, they call you thirsty, and that's true. That's very true. A lot of comments on that one. And and, and, the, and the reason why, I, could, I can't really explain it on Instagram. Like, I'm not going to write a whole thing. I just I just post it and let you guys fight with each other. But on that, like, if, you know, being a single guy, if you're, if, if you're a single guy and let's say you see a pretty girl, you can't go up, like, you can't DM a girl anymore without, like, without them fucking, like, and I get it. Pretty girls, they get a lot of DMs. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But, like, some of you girls, and it's not even the pretty girls. It's you basic average chicks. You basic average chicks that don't get complimented too much or you never do. So when you do, you make a big old thing about it. You make a big old fuss about it. A guy say, hey, you're really beautiful. Compliment. That's all he says. You're really beautiful. It's compliment. Chicks out there... Chicks out there were screenshot. Chicks out there were screenshot what you fucking said. Go, oh my God, this guy's so thirsty. But they're not doing it really put the guy on blast. They're doing it to make themselves look cool. They're doing it to make themselves look cool. Oh, like, look at my DMs. I guess I'm really pretty. Look at these guys. It's so fucking lame. You bitches are so lame. I'm sorry I said bitches. But you're so lame. Let the guy fucking compliment you. I'm not saying 
you have to reply to every fucking DM. Don't even reply. It's fine. Don't reply. Ignore him. Say thank you if you want. But if not, don't say nothing at all. Leave him on red. But there is fucking no need. There is no need to screenshot the motherfucker and put him on blast just to pump up your self-esteem. Make yourself look good. You're fucking pathetic. That's the most pathetic shit a chick could fucking do. It's fucking weird. And this one. I posted this one yesterday. The person who has the most power in the relationship is the one that loves the least. One more time. The person who has the most power in the relationship is the one who loves the least. What does that mean? That means the person that don't give a fuck has the most power because they don't care. If they lose you, they don't give a fuck if you bounce. They don't care if they lose you. So that gives them power. It gives them power to do what the fuck they want and say what they want. It's not their fault that they don't love you like that. It's your fault for letting them not love you like that. That's your fault. Walk away. I know some people that are so like, I'm not putting nobody on blast. And I've been there before. We all been here. Like I think majority of us been in this kind of relationship where you're so in awe with the person you're being with that you don't want to lose them. So you're so stressed out. You're so stressed out of losing these people that you can't really enjoy the relationship that you're in. Cause you're too stressed out about fucking about losing it that you don't enjoy being in it. Some relationship I've been in, it's just stressful. Stressed. I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna get her upset. I've been there. I don't get her upset. So these people walk all over you. And that's what I'm saying, what gives them power. That gives them power to do what the fuck they want and treat you how they want. That's power. It's hard to find somebody that gives you the same energy. And that's what I mean by that post. It even goes to a thing where they say, it's an old saying. They say love is blind. Love is super blind. And I'm not saying love is blind by, I think some people... I mean, you could you could look at it how you want to look at it, but some people look at a love is blind word like you're with the ugly person. Oh, because I love her, like love is blind, like so, like what you can't see that she's ugly. It's not that. It's it's not. It's that, but it's not that. Love is blind is that you see and 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 don't see what you you know what I mean. You see what you want to see. I guess what I'm saying, or don't see what you don't want to see. That's what I'm saying. You don't see what you don't want to see. I'll explain that more. For instance, like, I have a friend, once again, no names, with a chick for, fuck, a lot of years, over a decade for sure, over a decade for sure. True story, not making it up. I asked him if I could say this story. He said yes. Obviously, don't say his name. I'm not going to say his name. He said this whole time he was with this girl, they lived with each other and so on. He worked nights. He said he had a feeling that his chick was always cheating on him. All the signs were there. All the signs were there that she's cheating. He came home early one day. She was coming back from a club all dressed up. All dolled up. 
when she's supposed to be home. Yeah, it's not cheating, but let me get there. He had a feeling she was cheating, but he clo- he looked the other way. He looked the other way, and that's what I mean, love is blind. One day, they're having sex. He's finger banging her. Excuse my language. He's fingering her. He pulls out a condom from her pussy, from her vagina. He pulls out a condom. He pulls out a condom. I can't make this up. He's not going to make this up. He don't use condoms with this chick. He's been over a decade. They don't use condoms. They have kids. Pulls out a condom. He said, what the fuck is this? What is this? Oh, babe, I was really horny. So I put a condom on a cucumber and I was pleasuring myself. Stupidest. Stupidest. Excuse reason ever that ever existed. That sounds that just sounds dumb. But because he was blinded by love. He bought into that lie, even though even though he knows it's a lie. He convinced himself, Okay, cool. So he could sleep better at nighttime. So he get on with his day. That's crazy, right? That's what you mean, love is blind. I've been there before, dude. I've been there before. Long time ago. Long time ago. I was some chick. She didn't come home. Came home in the morning. We had morning sex. I had a feeling she was cheating on me. And I never said the story before. I'm not going to tell you who. Had a feeling she was cheating on me. She came in the morning. We had sex. I'm pulling off her underwears. On her underwears, she had cum stains. She had cum stains on her fucking underwears. I acted like I didn't see it. I pretended I didn't see that. I didn't want to have that discussion with her. I didn't want to have that conversation with her. I'm just glad she's back. I never brought that up to her. Down the line, we're breaking up. Not a big deal. But I knew she she cheated on me. That's what I'm saying. Love is blind. That's what I'm saying. The person I love the least has the most power. We're saying shit like that. Anyways, this is a bonus episode. Wednesday episode. A commercial free episode. You are welcome. If I could get up to 50% of my followers to subscribe, we could do a Wednesday episode every episode. We're supposed to have Lazy come on actually today, but he's kind of being lazy. That's why I call him Lazy. So we'll try to get him on soon. He wants to do some motivational podcast episode. I do want that kind of I do want that kind of energy on Nashville once in a while. It's amazing. He has some positive energy. But everybody, have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys Friday. I think I have novel on Friday. Anyways, late.